Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Authentic Filters, where topics are real, relevant, and the call to action is needed. Moral beliefs are being tested every day, so if we want to see change, let's stand united and demand that change happens. My name is Lisa. And my name is Anthony. Let's Let's get get into it. it. Welcome back to another episode on Authentic Filters. This is episode 9, and today we're going to talk about a real serious matter, Roe v. Wade. It's about time we have a discussion about it, but before we do that, Anthony, let's go ahead and pivot and turn to our special guest, Kendall Nelson, my husband. Welcome back. (laughs) Thank Thank you. Thank you. So everyone, we had to bring Kendall in on this discussion. You know, as I mentioned before, you know, Kendall's not an attorney, but his degree is in criminal justice. So he knows a lot about the justice system and things like that. Plus, he has views and he has an opinion on, you know, this whole topic that's going to be going on. That's actually been going on for quite some time now. The first half of this of the, the discussion, we're going to talk about this overturnment. What does that mean? You know, we have the midterm uh, election coming up in November. As everyone knows, on June 24th, the abortion uh, law was actually overturned uh, and it was kicked down to the state level. And so we're going to talk about that and what does that mean for women. And then the second half of uh, this episode, we're going to give our views. You know, with me being a woman, um, I definitely have, you know, huge uh, concerns about that. For many different reasons, I want to weigh in on that, and so does Anthony and Kendall. So let's just go ahead and, and get right into this because it's so serious. But I feel I have to kind of go back in time and share the history of how did Roe v. Wade come about. I don't know if people have done their homework and if they understand what that means, but let me go in time and, and share that history. So. There was a woman that lived in Texas and she wanted to have an abortion. She had her her reasons for wanting to have an abortion. But in the state of Texas back then, you couldn't have an abortion. Texas, Texas, the state of Texas had banned abortions. Mm -hmm. And so um, this lady, it was interesting because she wanted to remain anonymous when she actually decided to actually sue the state of Texas. She actually had two attorneys representing her. And so since she wanted to remain anonymous, they said, well, you know what? We're just going to name you Jane Roe. Normally they call it Jane Doe, but in her case, it was Jane Roe. However, she couldn't remain anonymous too long. And so the lady's name is actually Norma McCorvey. But anyway, she went by Jane Roe. And so how you get weighed in there is the... Uh, attorney that was representing the state, his name was Henry Wade. So that's how you come up with Roe v. Wade. But anyway, she felt that her constitutional rights was actually being tested. And so to make a long story short, I don't want to, you know, get technical into the law because I don't know law like that. But back in 19, I believe it was 73, they said, yeah, you're right. What Texas was doing was unconstitutional. So she actually won that case. And that's how it came to be Roe v. Wade. And so they made abortions legal in the state of Texas. 
Yeah, and I believe that was under the 14th Amendment yes. is what they cited. For mm-hmm. that. I think as other states kind of, you know, kind of got on the bandwagon, they also made abortions legal as well. Because there was other states, I believe, that had banned abortions. But anyway, it became legal with some exceptions. You could get an abortion if you was in the first and second trimester. And that's when most women, I, I guess, were getting abortions. Uh, I mean, there were certain situations to where maybe some women were getting it maybe in their last trimester, which is the third trimester. But from my understanding, the ratio of that was so minimal, you know, um, it just wasn't, I guess, maybe enough to even talk about uh, because most women do get it in that first trimester. Now, kind of in the future, 2022, and remember, this happened in 1973 when Jane Roe won that case and they made abortion legal in Texas. And ever since from that moment, the state, the, the government has been fighting. You haven't seen people protesting, you know, just mad about that. And now you're talking 50 years into the future, they're still fighting on it. And then just this year of June 24th of 2022, uh, that decision was overturned. You know, and, you know, it goes back to when Donald Trump was president, his big thing was to pack the courts. And honestly, I wasn't too much quite understanding that. Why was he trying to pack the courts? Well, now I see why he wanted to pack the courts. He needed more people to share the same views as him in order to render and rule in his favor on on certain topics. Right. And so that's how you got to the point of when it was overturned, I believe it was five to four, and they basically, you know, overturned and, and reversed abortions. What that means is it was overturned and reversed, and it was kicked back down to the state level. And so... They're actually telling the states, okay, you guys put in place the laws when it comes to abortion rights. And so now you get the, uh, each state is kind of doing their own thing. You have some states who are trying to still have abortion rights and maybe put some criteria behind it. But then you have some that are just like, nope, we're closing down our clinics. Go somewhere else. Go in another state that can do it. But we're not going to do it here. So you have women that are just just scrambling trying to take care of their their health and their needs and here's the thing people have abortions for many different reasons and we're going to get into that in just a bit here but guys i want to you know kind of bring you guys into the fold and start really talking about this what does this overturnment mean you know with this this was in put in place 50 something years ago really 49 years ago almost 50 years ago and so if the, if the Supreme Court justices can actually sit here and look at that and say, yep, you know, that, that should have never been put in law. We're going to reverse that. It kind of makes you say, well, what other things are they going to overturn and reverse because they don't agree that it should have ever been in law anyway? Mm-hmm. Well, so. the court, you have to look at, one, in my, in my opinion, Trump should have never had three appointees to the Supreme Court. Yep. He should have never had that opportunity, but he did because they robbed Obama of his chance to put in the nominee that he was supposed to put in. But they said he was a quote unquote lame duck in his last year. And the reason that Trump is able to do these things and the reason that the Supreme Court is able to do these things is because it's a lopsided viewpoint now. Mm -hmm. You've got more people that are leaning to quote unquote the right 
versus mm-hmm. the left or being, mm-hmm. you know, in, ambiguous and in the middle, or I guess um, I'm biased, if you will. So what are your, your thoughts on that for us this being overturned, Kendall? Um, what, what do you, what is going to be the, the, the effect of that for so many women around the world? Well, like you said, what's next? I mean, if they could do this, the thing they're looking into is probably contraceptive, cutting that out, mm-hmm. same-sex marriages. I even uh, read about um, years ago, they had a case where an individual walked in and caught two members of the same sex having, having sex. So they could end up criminalizing that. I mean, there's so much that could occur. Uh, we joked about it, but who knows? The next thing they could do is... Uh, Back to segregation. You don't know what what's possible. That is true. Everything's up in the air right now. Everything is up in the air. I mean, they do have on the docket as well affirmative action. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't know what's wrapped around in that. I know they're talking about that's kind of tied more into the universities um, and things like that. But mm-hmm. who, who, I just don't know. We Is this the unknown? Right. The fact of the matter is, is that you just putting stuff on on your list of things that you want to overturn. But it kind of goes back to this is what happens when you give these judges life jobs. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I I don't agree with that. I just don't agree with that because it's kind of like then who's above the ju- the Supreme Court judges? <laughs> really, no one. No, you just have three three levels of. Well, you have the executive branch, judicial, yeah. legislative, mm-hmm. and they all do checks and balances. Mm-hmm. So there's no one above the other. But uh, when you've got one that, when you've got one filled with people that don't want to be, don't want to see reason, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. filled with, I'm just going to say it, Republicans that are living in a different universe, an alternative type of reality, then it's not going to be a consistent checks and balances because they're going to do what they want to do to yeah. get what they want to get. Right. Mm-hmm. And if they've got to cheat their way to get there, <laughs> yeah. then but, they're going to do just that. And that's a good way to kind of sum it up because they, to me, I felt like they were cheating. You know, with Trump getting three appointees in there, like bam, bam, bam. And I'm sorry, was it Brett? What's his Brett, name? Uh, Ka- Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. Yeah. I don't even know how he even got in. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I, his, I just don't know he how he got... his crying and whimpering. And, <laughs> and, 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 oh, my goodness. Pouting his lip out. Oh, is it so... Quite frankly, I don't know. If you, well, I'll let you get to it because I know who we need to get to is Uncle Clarence. Yeah, so good old... Uh, and we do call him Uncle Clarence. I call Thomas. him Uncle Ruckus. Yeah, Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> and, and Aunt Jenny. Get too. <laughs> Let me tell you something. That's a whole nother episode on a different podcast. Because for those of you that are not piped in, get piped in real quick. Seriously, if you think this this does not impact you, actually, it does impact you because we're talking women. Whether, you know, your mom, your sister, your aunt, your cousin, it doesn't matter. Women. I'm sorry, women, we rule this world. But one thing we, we do. not to cut y'all one thing we notice I mean not to not to offend any viewers or anything but let's look at race I'm sorry the ones who were making the decisions mm-hmm. were older white men true. who made these decisions true how we had, they had the one they had the one brother up there oh you talking about um 
Uncle Clarence? No. We had before Uncle Clarence. <laughs> You're not talking about Thurgood. Yeah. Thurgood. No, no, Thurgood. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Thurgood is nothing like Uncle Clarence. No, but I'm all. just saying when it first got started back then, mm-hmm. you had all these white Supreme but Court he was justices. On the he, right he, side. Was, mm-hmm. he was on the right side. Right. You're right. And then of course, as we went through all these different presidents. But, but, we, but as you said, it's no, lifetime. It's lifetime, so it, they get to us. It's a, time, older. It's a yeah. timeline because you start with mm-hmm. Ronald Reagan and what his views were. Mm-hmm. He was on the Republican side. True. Then you get to uh, George Bush, Bush Senior. Right. He was on the Republican side. Then you get to and, he's, uh, and he flip flops. He flip flops. He sure did. I think that's what really threw them off mm-hmm. because they was trying to get it overturned when he was president, and mm-hmm. they knew for sure they wouldn't get it overturned. Then what did we get? We got good old Bill Clinton. Those were the good years, folks. We had eight years. Black folks was living good, happy. Life was amazing. Every black person probably had a job. Oh, th- those were the happy years. And so, of course, Bill Clinton was on the Democrat side. You see what I'm saying? He was more of, it is a woman's choice. And you know what? It is a woman's choice. You can't tell a woman what she needs to do with her body. Then you go to George W. Bush, but Jr. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what? Well, I think he was a one-term president. But... He was on. Junior was two. Was he a two? two. So he was a two. Yeah, you right. Because we hit a we was in recession, and then we got Obama. And Obama it took Obama eight years to get us out of the recession. Oh, you right. We did have two two terms of him. Eight horrible years of uh, the junior, Mm -hmm. but they was hoping he would get the job done, and he didn't. Then we got good old Obama in there and had him for. But he spent so much his time getting us Clean out of the recession, mess, yeah. cleaning yeah. up the mess. You see what I'm saying? I wish we could have had him as a lifetime president, him or Bill Clinton. But then, after him, then what do we get? Went down. Everything went downhill. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> got the clown in the suit. We got, right? Yeah. And so, that was a timeline. And all these years, you know, you have the conservative side saying, we're going to get it done. We're going to get it done. We're going to get this overturned. And now they their goal is to try to get Trump back in office. Mm-hmm. Wrong thing to do because I can guarantee you, you get that sucker back in the office, he's, he's gonna find gonna the leave. loophole to where he's gonna become our just forever president, yes. a lifetime president. And then when you think about it, that no longer becomes a president. That then becomes a dictator because that's what dictators do. Mm-hmm. They stay in power forever. Mm-hmm. And so when you hear all this. And you think that it doesn't impact you, it does. Because let's really sit and talk about abortions. Women are going to get it done. Go back 50 years ago, they was getting it done. Whether it was banned or it was legal. Whatever the case may be. And we don't want to go back. We don't want to go back in time where women were doing anything and everything to, to get abortions. I mean, they were using clothes hangers. They was going deep, deep, deep down in the the bottom of the pits in places that was unsanitary mm-hmm. and not clean and not healthy, and could possibly lose their life. And here, here's the thing: a lot of them did lose their lives mm-hmm. trying to get this abortion done, and it wasn't done the proper way. Let's talk about you know, if you're rich and white, 
you was treated a certain kind of way to get mm-hmm. your abortions. But when you're black and poor... Yeah, they bent the rules when you had the money. When you had, when the, you had money, the money, they would... you got the top care. Right. But when you didn't have the money, mm-hmm. you was treated like basically a dog. Right. So regardless, though, if you ban abortions or you keep it legal, women, when you give a woman no options then she's just going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. A woman's going to have an abortion if she feels she wants to have an abortion. Whether she has an abortion because she was raped or it was incest or it, it's going to maybe kill her to mm-hmm. carry that baby to full term. You just never know what the situation may be. But I don't like the fact that you want to completely ban abortions but not put exceptions in yeah, there. That right. is what boggles my mind is like, a few people can make that decision yeah. because of the position that they're at. But then you have hundreds and thousands of people that want to be in other people's business and basically try to say, well, this is what is right for you when you were never even in that situation. Mm-hmm. Like you have no right to be trying to tell somebody how they should be living their lives. It's not your life to live. And you don't know what their situation was, but you want to study dictate what they should and shouldn't mm-hmm. do. That just boggles my mind mm-hmm. and you're going to continue to have people like that because it kind of goes back to one they feel that they can um it's a power thing and you know it's more like it's just wrong to just take a life which is also crazy they say that but then you saw all these bombings at the centers right. uh they killed years ago it was a dr tiller i believe yeah sure did they killed all these individuals who were probably providing abortion or these different clinics being bombed. They had no mm-hmm. problem killing these individuals, but mm-hmm. they want to save a child's life. Mm-hmm. This child can come into the world. I think we saw a documentary where the individual person was told uh, they have no eyes, yep. no limbs. Mm-hmm. You're going to have this child. Mm-hmm. So if she That's has a, no life. If she has a child, then what's in place to take care of this child? Well, right. she doesn't yeah. want to take care of this child. Yeah. She can't take care of this child. So mm-hmm. there should be something in place to, I don't know, assistance or something or maybe a different uh, facility, center, some organization yeah. who can help take care of this child. True, but right. if, Resources. if you're told up front that your child in the womb has no legs... No arms, no eyes. And what does this do to the mother? You know this child is coming out in that condition. Mm-hmm. That's doing something to your mental. Oh, also. you best believe Because now it you does. have to think, yeah. how, how do I take? How do I handle this? It's probably gonna be more expensive too. That too. But and that it, individual might end up taking her life because she can't handle because it because of the stress yeah. and something like that. Which I think, well, definitely for women and sometimes strong women. You know, we're told we're no, we're the strong one that keeps the glue together in the house. But what people fail to realize is that women do go through severe depression mm-hmm. and anxiety, and they do have mental breakdowns. But a lot of times, they tend to kind of just stay quiet and keep it to themselves and kind of deal with it. And a lot of women, they're able to manage all of that without medication. You see what I'm saying? Like, um, without me being a doctor, postpartum. Uh huh. Yep. So yeah. Well, it gets me because, and this is where they're so like backwards. And when I say they, I mean people on the, the right, right wing. The right. Mm-hmm. They want to sit here and say, 
well, the government shouldn't be telling us what to do. The government shouldn't <laughs> be telling us to wear masks. The government shouldn't be telling us but to get do. vaccines. <laughs> but you said you want the government to intervene and tell people that they can't have abortions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't have it both ways. Right. Because now you're flip-flopping. Have. You're definitely flip-flopping. You want to so... sit there and say you want to live in a, a free state where the government doesn't dictate what you do. But then you want the government to step in only on certain things. Only on certain yeah, things. Right. When it's convenient for when you. When it's convenient yeah, for you. Right. Yeah, but I think, you know, it would be nice if both parties can just sit down and listen to each other. Right. And that's the thing. They don't listen to each other. It's kind of like the right wing folks over here feels like they're more superior than the folks over here. And what they say goes. That's what? how it always felt like One to me. One thing they should do in a situation like this with abortion, men should have nothing to do with it. We have I no say agree. so. <laughs> we should stay yeah, sit outside the room. I, 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 I definitely agree with that because yeah. you're not a woman. It's not your body. It's right. not, but you said you're going to dictate. How about, how about you get raped mm-hmm. and then you, <laughs> are you going to want to carry that baby for nine months? Right. They don't even carry the baby, yet it's the majority of them that made the decision. Mm-hmm. As to how this is supposed to take place. Yeah, but who was the lady that Trump brought in? Um, um, ain't no. Amy, Co- Amy Cohen, Cohen Barrett. Yeah. yeah. Amy Cohen Barrett. But she's on that side too, isn't she? Mm-hmm. She's, she's one. Just, her, Kovanaugh, and right. it's another Shame on her. But, but no, the fact of the matter is she's a, she's a woman. You're a woman and you have kids. Mm-hmm. So what happens if something happens to your daughters? You see what I'm saying? That's when, See, it, that's go, when it comes go, in. We have the money and they're going to reclassify it let's say they, they call it something else they or get it, it done and sweep it under the rug right and i'm sure <laughs> that's exactly what they're gonna do and maybe that's probably what they've been doing hopefully Who it never knows? happens but that's what they probably would do is get it done and then sweep it under the rug and play like boo the food like herschel walker Hurt. I need you to literally take a time out yeah. and face the wall. As a matter of fact, I want you to face the wall until <laughs> somebody comes get you about uh, 10 years from now. Because you sound real crazy. Real crazy. Wow. But yeah, I think at the core of it, like you said, if they would just listen instead of trying to over-talk each other, they would probably learn a lot and they will, see things from all perspectives. Yeah, and they were actually they were actually learn something too because you just everything has exceptions to the rules. Right. You just cannot just say, "Well, we're going to ban abortions and that's that." No, I don't care. You There's got right. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Incest, I don't care. <laughs> you're going to have that but you're going to have that baby regardless. Do people not see the domino effect to this? They don't. You forcing a woman to carry this baby that she don't want to carry is gonna mess with her emotionally and mm-hmm. mentally. And what if it's somebody that's at a poor financial state? Having kids and raising kids is expensive. Oh, if you so best believe it if is. If they're already struggling financially, and then you put the burden of them having to raise a kid then that's going to be even more stress for them to deal with. But it kind of goes back to a Jane Roe. That was the reason why she wanted to have the abortion because economic, you know, due, on, due hardship on her. She could not afford to have the baby. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why she wanted to have an abortion. And when you don't give people options and you're not uh, trying to build in criteria and say, well, you know, 
if you uh, get pregnant and, you know, you fall into these categories, you know, then yes, then you can go ahead and get, get an abortion. And we're going to talk about more of my views here after, you know, we get back from the break. But what I definitely want to say to folks is we have the midterm election coming up and folks need to really get out there and let their voices be heard. I mean, you see all the protesting going on around the world and, you know, people are in uproar about this um, law being overturned. But, you know, they kept talking about it. I mean, you go back in time, they say it's going to happen. It's going to happen in somebody's lifetime, whether it's going to happen now or it's going to happen down the road. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be done with. And once it's probably overturned, you you probably won't be able to make it go back the other way. You see There's what I'm only saying? There's a few ways to get that to happen. And now that it's at the state level, it's like it is time to wake up because... Now you got to make sure that the right people are in place at your state. Mm -hmm. Because if you have the wrong people in place and they ban it all together, then you're just SOL at that point. And that, I think that's what's going to happen because what's going on right now is they're closing a lot of clinics in a lot of states. Um, so far, I think in 15 states, and I can't think of those 15 states, they closed, closed a total of 60 clinics. And... It's just going to make it harder and harder for people to find out where can I get this done. People are driving hundreds and, mm -hmm. and probably thousands of miles to another state to get it done. Like in the old days. Like in the old days. And that's what it feels like. We're going back in time to where, yo, you're going to have to, well, if you can't fly to get to where you're, you need to get it done, then... You're going to have to travel by car or train or boat to try to figure it out. Um, or they're going to be left to just, you know what? Where the clothes hangers at? Right. So like you said, back in the old days, kind of like what Trump and Reagan always preached. Yeah. Let's make America great again. They want to go back in time. That's exactly That's what, what Trump did. Everything that Trump Yeah, I was going to say, yes. it wasn't great for well, us. Right. Terry, right now, when Reagan was president, it wasn't great for black people. Black yeah. people struggled. Well, we get um, a government, cheese government cheese and powdered milk. Okay. <laughs> and you're supposed and, to grow up on that, raise your family on <laughs> cheese and milk. Black milk. people struggled under Ronald Reagan. I all my life I heard he was a great president. He wasn't a great president for to, to African Americans. Sorry, he wasn't. Who was a great a great president to African Americans was Bill Clinton. And Barack Obama. Jimmy Sorry. Carter. <laughs> and Jimmy Carter. But that probably was before my time. <laughs> but regardless though. People need to take a stance. Don't just sit on your couch. And talk about it. You now gotta, it's time to be about it. Yeah. Now you got to stand up and let your voice be heard. Because especially women. Women. You got sisters. Cousins. Nieces. Aunties. Whatever the case may be. Um, you have to stand up for this. Do not let this get overturned and then get completely banned in every state. If that happens, we it is it's literally like that fight for what? Yeah. For nothing. And it'll probably never go back to the way it, it used to be. That's true. All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to continue the conversation. This is Ralphie. A silky terrier from Kansas City who loves meeting new people and exploring different places. You could say he's the adventurous type, which is why Thirsty Paws was created. 
His human wanted to provide him with extra support to fight off the toxins and stress he encounters every day. Although, Thirsty Paws is not just for dogs like Ralphie, but for pups everywhere. Whether sniffing through the world or roaming around our homes, Ralphie and his furry friends combat any number of issues that can harm their bodies on a daily basis. So what are you waiting for? Thirsty Paws is so easy to serve. Simply sprinkle on top of wet or dry kibble, or mix with fresh water. Let's keep our furry friends active with Thirsty Paws, a yummy treat dogs are sure to lap over. Be sure to pick some up at Amazon or visit ThirstyPaws.com. second half on authentic filters we're going to continue this conversation about roe v wade and so i want to turn to you guys and i want to hear you know what are your views on this you know we've been kind of talking about in the first part of the segment you know the history and what this can mean about you know the law being possibly banned for life and definitely being overturned but now i don't want to i want you guys to weigh in on what does abortion mean to you? What are your views on this? So let's go ahead and, and pivot and ask Kendall, you know, what does this mean for you, Kendall? Um, how do you feel about, you know, uh, possibly abortions being banned for life in every state? Well, just taking the freedom and the rights away from women. Um, like I say, you've been f fighting for this for years, finally get in place. And it just seems like overnight, it could, a snap of a finger can be taken away from you. Mm -hmm. Again, back to I don't believe men should have really any say on this. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with we don't carry the child. Mm -hmm. We don't birth the child. Mm -hmm. We don't have to worry about possibly losing our life giving birth. We should have no say whatsoever. It should just be a group of women sitting in the room. If they want to go back and forth and debate, that's fine. But I feel that abortion should be legal. It's a woman's right. It's her body, her choice. I and no other man have nothing to say about it or mm -hmm. should have nothing to say about it. Well said, because I definitely agree with that 100%. <laughs> and before I, I pivot to you, Anthony, you know, I want to kind of piggyback off of what Kendall said. You're right. It's not a man's choice and he shouldn't have a voice. But what a man should do is be supportive. True. When a woman decides that she wants to have an abortion. Don't criticize her. Don't critique her. Don't throw stones at her. Be there as a support system. And it's, it's not just women need to stand up and rally on this. Men need mm -hmm. to stand up as right. well. The right men that need to stand up and be supportive of a woman's decision. And then also, if you're looking to not have children, use the right precautions. Use contraceptive. Men should either use contraceptive or, um, I mean, the other option would be having a... Um, the little the snip snip down there having that taken care of so i'm gonna go ahead and pivot to you anthony uh you know i want you to weigh in on what are your thoughts about abortions possibly being banned for life i'd have to agree completely with what kendall said in terms of it is the woman's decision and men should be making that decision because one they're not carrying the child 
they're not the ones birthing the child and who have to deal with what could potentially happen to their own bodies if, right. if things don't go well. It just, it boggles my mind that men think that they can dictate this. And it's like, there are gray areas, rape, incest, mm-hmm. and whatever the case may be, you can't discount those things because those things matter. And, and that shouldn't just be swept under the rug and, and, and made to feel as though that's okay and that you should still have the child. It's the woman's decision who's in that situation. Mm-hmm. And if she chooses to get opinions from other people, then that should be her choice. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's the woman's decision. And overturning this just, it feels very apocalyptic. It feels mm-hmm. very just barbaric <laughs> in how the decision is being made. It just doesn't feel like moving forward and advancing mm-hmm. to be a better society. It feels like it's very one way. We're going to do this my way or, or no way. That's how it was back in the day. The man was kind of the ruler of the house and the woman's job was to get in the kitchen and cook and bear children. And back then, back in the day... And how ignorant was that? Yeah, and they were bearing a lot of children back then. Um, And not all surviving. And not all surviving. So let me kind of weigh in about this whole abortion thing with me being a woman myself and having a daughter and having, you know, sisters and having... Uh, you know, nieces and, and things like that and having cousins and having a mother and a, a mother-in-law and a sister-in-law and nieces-in-law. <laughs> you know, I'm very passionate that it be a woman's choice for all the reasons that I just mentioned there. All my family members, we don't know what could happen. Anything could happen. It could be a, a, a family friend. Anything could happen. And with this sick world that we live in and men are just raping women for no reason at all. We did an episode on how a man raped a woman on a subway train Mm -hmm. and people videotaped it and watched it. And I hope that once again, the lady is okay and she she didn't get pregnant. But that's a, a situation right there to where let's just say she did get pregnant and now she has to carry this child that she doesn't want. You see what I, she was already violated mm-hmm. and now you're making her do this. No. From a woman's perspective, I can tell you right now, me personally, if I was ever in a situation like that and I don't want to carry this child for reasons like that, I'm going to get rid of it. Whether you say it's bandit or not, I'm going to find a way to get rid of it. You're not going to make me do something that I don't want to do. Because here's the thing. Even if I carry the child a term, I'm not going to want it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it up for adoption. Here's the thing. That takes a lot for a woman mm-hmm. to even carry it. It's all about carrying the child. And and that's what people don't get. Your body's already going through all these changes. You feel all these emotions mentally emotionally physically and now you have the child and you know you still don't want it but then you got to go to the house of either putting it up for adoption or put it in a foster care but regardless though don't give women don't let a woman suffer like that mm-hmm. to me that is suffering you let a woman have the choice on whether or not she is going to abort that child or not now here's where I do kind of take a slight turn. I say that is because I don't believe in a woman 
carrying a baby to the third trimester. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you decide now you don't want this baby. You was good the first trimester and the second trimester. But the third trimester, you said you don't want this baby. No, I'm going to need you to carry that baby and then give it away. I agree with you on that. Because you can't do that. Because now that baby in third trimester is a full baby. Yeah, pretty much fully formed. It is fully formed. Mm -hmm. And so to me, that would be killing a child. Mm -hmm. There has to be exceptions to the rules. You see what I'm saying? Rape. Then no, she don't. She don't want to have that baby. Can get rid of it. You see what I'm saying? Right. Incest. You pregnant? Get rid of that baby. But if you got pregnant because you didn't protect yourself for its contraceptions, then that's kind of on you or your partner. Mm-hmm. But you don't wait and carry that baby all the way to the end, and then you get in your third trimester, and then all of a sudden you don't want the baby. Uh, uh-uh, no, no. I'm gonna need you to go ahead and finish carrying this baby on out. And then we'll go ahead and set, set the baby up for adoption. It's as simple as that. Because to me, that is murder. Yeah, That's I'm, different. I'm going to chime in on that part. I wish I would have said that too. I agree with you on that. Because I wasn't as specific. That was how I was definitely thinking about it. Is those specific cases. Yeah. But if it's the third trimester, then, mm-hmm. then they do need to carry it. But back to what you said before. The point of someone being raped and then being forced to have a baby and then being forced to give the baby up for adoption. Like you said, they're already going through all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And then don't you think that it's even, it's like a, it's like a cloud over them for their lives, knowing that this kid is somewhere in the world. Like that's mentally straining right there. Knowing that there's a kid in the world that you had, but you didn't. It's it's different from a woman because depending on what the circumstances were, and how she got pregnant, then she has the baby and she doesn't allow herself to attach to the baby, then she's she's probably going to be good. Because mentally, she's already checked out. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But even, I mean, I there's so many, that's why it's such a great area. It is a great area. Because at that point, I mean, the kid doesn't know any better, right? Because the kid is just an innocent kid. True, Just but but the kid. The but here's the thing. But here's the thing. If you carry the, the child to term and you give it away and you didn't get a chance to bond with the child because you chose not to, then to a certain point, the kid gets the opportunity to live and hopefully go be with another family, and then you go live your life. Mm-hmm. And there's no attachment. So if you down the road you decide okay yeah I, I wish I would have killed my child then that's just something that you're going to have to kind of go through and deal with yeah. but no I'm not for just killing babies no not, no, at, not all. at all but at the same token there's is a gray area and there are exceptions to the rules and you can't sit here and say that a woman let's just say so let me just add this you can have women that can be in their third trimester and then they can have complications. Okay, mm-hmm. so there's been times where a doctor go, mm, you already had this baby, only one of you are gonna survive. So that would be something that that woman and her husband, her spouse are gonna have to talk about on what direction do they go. You don't leave that to the state. Mm-hmm. Because the husband can say, and she can decide, I live my life. Let's just go ahead and try to save the baby, and then I'll go. And he could be on board with that. 
or it could be vice versa to where he go, no, I want, I'm going to keep you here and we'll try again down the road and they let the baby go. You, a person just doesn't know what circumstances or what they might be thrown. A situation like that, okay, then yeah, she's going to have to decide. But if you, I, I want to make sure I'm very clear to the audience that the third trimester, if you just decide all of a sudden you don't want the baby, that's different. I'm not mm -hmm. for you having an abortion. But if there are complications that's, that, that is impacting your health, then that's a different story. You see what I'm saying? So that's another exception to the rule. There are just so many variations and, and so many different criteria and so many situations. You just really can't sit and judge a person on everything. And back to what you said in terms of people not listening to each other, I feel like there's so many people on the right that have more following that want to put out the narrative that people on the left just want to allow abortions at any point in time for any point in reason. Mm -hmm. And the people that don't do the research that are leaning to the right, mm -hmm. that just listen to what they hear from mm -hmm. the right-wing media, are hearing that and running with it. Mm -hmm. Versus actually taking the time to understand, no, that's not what they're saying over here. They're saying it's because of this, this, and this, and not just the wild, wild west having abortion when you want to. I think it's more of people, it's a power trip. They want to take your rights away, and people want to feel like God. These individuals are not God. They can't take your mm -hmm. rights away. But that's what they're they're trying to do. And but once again, that, that, can, that religion thing mm -hmm. is wrapped in it too. You see what I'm saying? Because the you, thing is, they try to say if you have an abortion, oh, you're going to going to hell or whatever. Well, we don't know that, yeah, and that's, that's, don't know that. that's and how really, many things have you done? Yeah, that's that, but that's really uh, something you're going to have to face God with. Right. You're going to have to stand before God and have to explain. Well, that's why I, I say, like, it's between, the, between a woman and I, if she believes in God, then she needs to have a conversation right. with God. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And mm -hmm. see what is being said to her as to what she should do. Mm -hmm. But like you said, people like to use religion to down other right. people when they're doing things that <laughs> are clearly not supposed to be done Everything, themselves. Their bones fall out the closet sooner or later. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You you both nailed it right there because it kind of goes back to casting stones at folks and you really shouldn't cast stones at folks mm -hmm. when you got all these skeletons in your own closet. Right. Mm -hmm. All right, so I want to go ahead and, and close out um, today's segment by just leaving this. <laughs> the truth always comes out in the end. So that's what I want to title this. So the truth always comes out in the end, no matter how hard anyone tries to hide it or stop it. Just know that lies are just a temporary delay to the inevitable. So you can take that any kind of way you want to. But it is not cool to sit and lie on someone and thinking that that is just going to ride and that caramel is not going to come back on you. Oh, no, no, no. It will. Trust me and believe me, it will. It will. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening to episode nine of Authentic Filters. We want to thank our special guest, Kendall, for joining us on the mic today. If you enjoyed what you heard, please be sure to hit that like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And we will be back next week for episode 10. Until next time, peace. Peace.